Hey, what's up? Hey, friend, thanks for coming over tonight. It's a great night for a campfire. The fireflies are out in force this summer. They're so surreal, like God's little flying organic LEDs. Yeah, that's the bullfrogs down at the creek. They're out in force tonight after the nice summer shower we had today. I'm telling you, my friend, it's going to be a good one. Hey, you're listening to Guat Dot Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. Our mission, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. I'm Kenny Price, your host. If this is your first time to listen to our podcast, I want to refer you to also listen to episode number one, where I go into full detail about our mission and our method to the madness. But in a nutshell, when I say advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world, I'm talking about you entering into the peace that passes understanding the peace that only comes from knowing Jesus. Today's episode is episode 129, titled Close Each Day with a Psalm of Sanctified Gladness. Subtitle, Empowering Encouragement Now, number five. Empowering Encouragement Now is a sub-series within Guadot Rocks that gives you quick and brief encouragement for successful living right now. Empowering Encouragement Now. This is number five. In the restructuring of Israel as a nation after the return to the land from their foreign exile, it tells us in the Old Testament book of 1 Chronicles 9.33 that the singers, the heads of the Levite families, stayed in the temple chambers and were exempt from other tasks because they were on duty day and night. As the nation of Israel was able to re-engage in the organized worship of the Lord in the temple that was once again established in Jerusalem, it was rightly so ordered in the temple that the sacred singing never ceased. The singers praised the Lord, whose mercy endures forever at all times. As mercy did not cease to rule either by day or by night, so neither did music hush its sacred ministry. Friend, there is a powerful lesson of the heart here, taught to us in the ceaseless song of Zion's temple. You and I, too, are a constant debtor, and we must see to it that our gratitude to Christ Jesus, like our Christian love for others, never fails. God's praise is constant in heaven which is to be our final dwelling place if, in fact, we know Jesus as our Lord and Savior. So it will serve us well to learn to practice the eternal hallelujah here and now. Around the earth, as the sun scatters its light, its beams awaken grateful believers to tune their morning hymn, so that by the priesthood of the saints, perpetual praise is kept up at all hours. The saints of God, in other words, those who have had their sins forgiven and blotted out by the sacrificial death of Jesus on the cross, wrap our globe in a coat of thanksgiving and encircle it with a golden belt of song. Think about it. Somewhere around the globe, at this very moment, is a new morning of fresh beginnings. Friend, the Lord always deserves to be praised. He deserves to be praised for what He is in Himself. He deserves to be praised for His works of creation and providence. He deserves to be praised for His goodness towards His creatures. And He deserves to be praised especially for the transcendent act of redemption and all the marvelous blessing that flows from salvation. Perhaps you've never given any thoughts to these attributes of God. To get a better understanding that will allow you to rightfully praise God, which will in turn build you up, there's discovery guidance in the show notes. It's always beneficial to praise the Lord. It cheers the day and brightens the night. It lightens exhausting labor and softens sadness, grief, and regret. And a benefit that comes from praising the Lord that we often forget is that over earthly or worldly gladness, it sheds a purifying radiance, which makes us less susceptible to be blinded by its glare. Friend, the Bible talks about the deceitfulness of riches. And against that backdrop, we need to praise the Lord 
so that we can maintain a proper perspective in relationship to things and worldly possessions and earthly relationships and accolades and the praise of men. Friend, as you draw the breath of life on this planet at this moment, you do have something about which to sing. If we will stop for just a minute, clear our minds, reflect on the Lord, and give Him the praise He deserves, I guarantee you we can all weave a song out of our present joys or our past deliverances and our future hopes. Perhaps at this moment you are overwhelmed by depression or fear, anxiety, fatigue, heartbreak, anguish, or grief. If so, friend, I encourage you to think back to times when God came to your rescue and look ahead to brighter days. A blog article titled Three Bible Verses for Seasons of Change reminds us that, and I quote, we can rest assured in any time of uncertainty that God's love and provision for us will never fail. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 reminds us that to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. The book of Ecclesiastes gives us many examples of seasons we'll face in life, times of birth, death, weeping, and joy. The Bible shows us that experiencing good and bad times in our lives is normal and to be expected. Though it's easy to hold on to our hope in happy situations, we shouldn't let changing circumstances cause our faith to falter. Jesus promised us in John chapter 16, verse 33, that I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. You will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. God is with us in every season of our life. When we face the unknown, we can trust that he is in control and working out every situation for our good, end quote. Friend, we can draw a big lesson from the joys of summer. Earth yields your summer fruits. The hay is being cut here in Tennessee and stored in the barns for winter food for the farm animals. The golden grain is being harvested across the Great Plains of the Midwest for sustaining food for humans and animals alike. And the days of the sun shining long upon a fruitful earth shortens the interval of shade so that we may lengthen the hours of devout and dedicated worship. In light of all this, here is the punchline for this podcast episode. By the love of Jesus, let us be stirred up to close each day with a psalm of sanctified gladness. Isn't that a great sounding phrase? Close each day with a psalm of sanctified gladness? Another way to say that would be, by the love of Jesus, let us be moved, stimulated, to close each day with a song in our heart, which flows from a peaceful and joyful mind. Friend, I invite you, make this your nightly goal, to close each day with a song of sanctified gladness. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.